Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Podcast Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! I am your host tonight, Matt, and tonight we will be reviewing Injustice 2. To my left, we have... Harry, and I have nothing witty to say tonight. <laughs> and to his left, we have... We're going left. You got Steve. My favorite was Spider-Man and, and Wolverine in this game. And to his left, we have Ralph. Ah, yes, my chin strap of justice. I know exactly what we need to do to fix the multiverse, universe, ultraverse, and every other verse. All right, so let's hop right in with the initial impressions. Okay, so I didn't play the first Injustice, but I played, what was that, Mortal Kombat versus DC? And I oh, feel right. like it yeah. kind of fringed on the feel of this game a little bit. Yeah, that one came first, then Injustice, then, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, no, to be honest, I really knew nothing going in. I watched the trailers, but even the trailers didn't really show you much of what this game was all about. So, not going to lie, I, I do very little going into this. So I did play the first one. Never owned it, but did play it. I haven't got excited about a fighting game in a while, and I was looking forward to this one. I knew a little bit about was it Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe or whatever oh, yeah, the title right. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually remember watching a review of it and people saying that, or the reviewer that I watched, I think it was Game Trailers, they said that it, uh, it nerfed the fatalities to stay within the continuity or image that DC and I guess Warner Brothers wanted. So it basically yep. like Mortal Kombat, you know, harsh core or hardcore and having, you know, the harsh Joker. Core. Harsh core. Harsh core. Harsh core. Harsh core. Just invented a new genre and actually probably already <laughs> exists. Uh, it's my favorite type of porn, harsh core. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something wow. new every day. Um, <laughs> Boom. I have this uh, this mental image of the Joker performing a fatality, and he like when he shoots someone, it says like bang. And yeah. It does it, yep. And I think the next the next shot is actually the shot, but it's off camera. So it, they kind of like softened the tone for Mortal Kombat and had the DC characters. Then there was Injustice: Gods Among Us, which I didn't play, but I am positive i watched all the cutscenes and story on youtube you know someone made the injustice gods among us movie by editing and i watched that and i remember thinking that the character models especially wonder woman looked really weird going into this i played mortal kombat 10 beat the story on that enjoyed it played it with some friends booted this up and found that yeah what i expected was basically a reskin of mortal kombat x with the dc characters and a couple things added here and there mostly the clash system but um I didn't know much about it going into watch the trailers, like Harry said, and uh, enjoyed my time with it. I've always been actually a huge fan of Injustice as a whole. I really like the original game. I've read all the comics that are leading from year one, because the first game takes place at year five. So I read year one to year five of the comics. I know tons of like the backstory and everything that really makes this game tick. A lot of the story and things like that in two here were really emphasized to me of like, oh, cool, they're paying this off or they're redoing something from one of the comics because not everyone accesses those comics. And it was really cool to see, like some of those scenes are flashbacks and things like that. It's really interesting to see all of that stuff kind of culminate together and also to get more injustice because I love the comics. I love the first game. I'm right here with the second game as well. 
All right, let's hop into game development. Game development. Yeah, this is a NetherRealms game, you know, helmed by Ed Boon, made all the Mortal Kombat games. They made, you know, Mortal Kombat versus DC. They also made Injustice. They're always very active of like, hey, here's the characters that we're going to put in. It's something I've always really appreciated about NetherRealm is they're very open about their development process. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of like fun facts and nuances to the actual development of this game. It was delayed once. It was supposed to come out, I think, in Christmas time. It got pushed back to March and then it got pushed back to May. Oh, gotcha. Okay, what I did feel playing this game, do you remember when they rebooted Mortal Kombat? I, I think it was mid-gen of 360 and PlayStation 3. Yeah, when they did 9. Well, yeah, okay, that that was 9. With it the robust storyline. Just oh, like yeah, that. They rebooted where, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's like a little bit of story and then a fight. A little bit of story, a little bit of fight. I feel mm-hmm. like maybe for, for that company, that is their model of how they want to do... Like, it, it, a story at least mode. introduce a story mode, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I, it's, it, it's that way with Mortal Kombat uh, X. It was like the same format where you end up playing as almost all the characters because you take part in a multi-phase story and then you take part of whoever is in that chapter. Well, uh, I mean, they're in the fighting game business. They, he has been for, I mean, hell, when did the first Mortal Kombat come out? And now it's progressing along with the times and that's how a company like that stays relevant. So they've only kind of, I guess, been working on that model since Mortal Kombat 9. I think it has its flaws. I don't think it's a fully polished genre of game. I'll even go past that just generic fighting game. I think it's its own little facet of, of the business itself because it's not structured like a tournament fighter. Like you, don't yeah, go exactly. The it's not just like you're, like an arcade fighter almost, sure. where it's just like boom, there's your menu, there's all the characters, and just go with it. Like there's yeah. other elements to this fighting game, and I don't think the whole system is fully fleshed out or polished out yet. I think there's still room for improvement. Well, they're trying to add a lot of content into just basically what it's evolving from. So that can get really old really quick, kind of. No, so. no, no, I agree. Which, I'm yeah. not saying that yeah. they're... I think they're going in the right direction. Oh, yeah, but... I just don't think they're 100% there yet. And yeah. I'll explain why when, when we get there. There, there, are some, there are definitely some aspects of this where I feel that when there's some dialogue and they're walking around the room and then you just see them kind of square up and it just switches to the screen. And then I really enjoyed those transitions. I thought they were semi-natural feeling. You're never going to really get that fully natural feeling from that. But it seemed genuine enough that I thought it was interesting. And I felt the Injustice games in general for the storytelling are better than Mortal Kombat 9 and 10. I actually think their storyline fits and is a little more interesting because they have such a wealth of knowledge and such a wealth of character and depth to go on already that Mortal Kombat's been around since the 90s. DC's been around since like... I think Superman's in the 30s. They have deep roots to go by and there's always been this fascination in the comic community of, oh, what if Batman and Superman actually went after each other? Sure, in like a straight street fight, Superman will win every time, but Batman is more cunning. You were dancing around the word I wanted to use, which was lore. There is, oh, there's, yeah. there's decades of lore in DC that you can pull from to create a game like this, and they only essentially scratch the surface, right? Yeah, I mean, you see stuff like, you know, just for example, Flash's super move, where he goes back in time. That's not something that's ever actually touched on in the Injustice comics, 
but it's something from his past and his lore that they can just pull upon. I think it's really interesting that they had all of this lore to be able to craft this story out of, and it's super interesting. Like, I highly suggest if you're even remotely interested in the storyline of these games to really get the comics and read them because the comics are amazing i might actually have to check that out because i don't really read too many comics but seeing the way the storyline went there's a lot of stuff that i'm looking at it like wait what how long have they been working on this game anyway they started working on it as soon as they got done 10 or xl rather so XL. So two or three years they teased it and then they delivered <laughs> fuck you ralph god damn it <laughs> What did I miss? <laughs> they teased it, then delivered. You <laughs> looked at my face. Well, you said it. <laughs> it's true, I did. You did. <clears throat> First she teased me, and then she delivered. All right, so let's uh, hop into story. Story. Now, I don't know if we touched on story yet and the development. Not really much there. Ah, see? Hot, gotcha. No, they did a really good... I was very, very involved in the story mode to the point where... I I stayed up really fucking late one night. I started it kind of late, maybe like 9, 10 o'clock, and then I think I was up till about 5. There's only one thing from the beginning of this that I wish they would have done. I wish they would have recapped a little bit of the events what happened. of one and some of the comics. I know I know it's a stretch to get some of the comics in there, but unless you know that Joker's dead... I didn't. And yeah. that's the thing. I never did. Now, I'm curious. I know we're on number two, but because I, I need some some context, like what yeah. happened before. So for this storyline of one, what did that cover? Essentially, what happens is the Joker tricks Superman into killing pregnant Lois Lane. Harley and Joker trick Superman into thinking that Lois, pregnant Lois, is doomsday. He takes her up into the atmosphere and kills her. Holy shit. And then drops her onto Metropolis, pretty much setting off a nuke. How does he fool Superman gas. in that way? Oh, uh, Scarecrow's Scarecrow gas. gas. And and magic works on Superman. Superman is super susceptible to magic. It's like it was one weakness of like the world or whatever. So realistically, what happens after that? Superman comes back to Earth and is just like, yeah, no, this is super fucked up and just kills the Joker, like rips his fucking heart out. And Batman is just like, hey, no, we don't kill. That's like our whole motto. So that's where they start butting heads. Lines start getting drawn. People go to other different sides. But um, it's Superman versus Batman. Brains versus brawn. So that kind of brings you up to the second game. What ends up happening at the end of the first game, essentially, is Batman outsmarts superman and traps him in a red sun cell he's just everyone's joke everybody's fooling him left and right <laughs> i know <laughs> hey smell this gas look at this tiny red light even if you didn't know exactly what happened before yes i agree i wish they had a little more of a recap for the people who haven't played the first one absolutely they're shooting themselves in the foot for their new for a new audience to to come in on the sequel kind like of, on a new generation kind of how much story did they actually cover in the first one they did a good enough job on this game to make me Look back. Maybe I want to check that out. You the- can pick it up pretty cheap right now, too. I'm seeing it at all stores. Oh, recently. what? The first Injustice? The first Injustice? Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was awesome. I actually got my copy on sale. Always check your like PS4 and your Xbox One sales. Uh, they discount that game all the time. I got the Ultimate year Game of the Year edition for Injustice for my PlayStation 4. I originally played it on Xbox 360. Oh, really? I got it for $5. Wow. Game of the Year edition, like the gold edition, has all the DLC. 
uh, let me to- just toss this little tidbit. We can discuss this real quick. Sure. To just well, I did want to say one more thing about. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, and I just had this thought, which was like, you know, they really sort of missed an opportunity, I think, for the for a brief recap for of Injustice One. Like, there's no reason. Like, they could have even done like a Max Payne one and two, like comic book style recap. Why wouldn't they have just something, a quick blurb to let you know? Here's some context. Boom, start the story. And I understand they can't really go back to the old build of Injustice Gods Among Us and use like cutscenes to, to recap right. and cut it that way because we're on a new engine. But, you know, it, it, it to me, it feels like a missed opportunity. I guess they're thinking, you know what, this game's not going to sell as many as Mortal Kombat X or XL. You know, this is a targeted audience. They know the story. They're going to buy it. They're going to love it. Let's move on to Mortal Kombat 11. I don't know. This actually probably, Injustice 2 did real good. So oh, yeah? far, yeah. Okay, it's probably on par with Mortal Kombat, honestly. Okay, I okay. I haven't looked at the numbers. Now, the, sp- the, speaking on your your um, diving into the the, the recap, more sure. or less. I do remember early in the game they did like a five years ago kind of thing when you're talking Batman. Yeah, Damien with, with the whole Damien thing. Yes. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of like tapping into the first one, but along that line, that's actually the comic. Okay, that's straight from the comic. I don't ever remember maybe i i glanced away from the screen for a second or but i don't remember when they said we're up to current time that's a good point i don't remember that either well at the beginning of that scene they says five years ago i do remember that and then that scene has a distinctive end yeah oh which i wanted to talk about as well the superman locking arms uh with damien Damien, yeah damien and just the way he who who is bruce wayne's biological son with talia al ghul with talia al ghul right that was, I think, my first note of the day. Yeah, we, we laughed out loud at that. <laughs> it was just so weird how he just like locked arms and then just he tilted himself as he's getting hoisted but away. Damien just gives him the dead stare, like when uh, on Chappelle's show after he's playing Prince and does the dunk, Game. just holding the just holding on, holding back and forth, <laughs> but instead of the basketball hoop, it's Superman. Which can I just say how this much game. I think Damien is such a whiny little bitch? Sorry, go ahead, Eric. No, no, I was just gonna say, just move things along. I didn't think Swamp Thing had a place in this game. <laughs> I'll agree. He's just kind of there. I'm protecting the green. I am here to protect the green. Wasn't he on? Goodbye. He was on Brainiac's ship at the end, right? It's like Swamp Thing. Yeah. What the hell are you doing here? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. Was, like, I think they said something along those lines too. Like Swamp Thing, wh- why are you up here? Brainiac protects the green. The now. green. So he is the green. Like it just yeah, felt it's... so out of place every time he came on to, onto the screen. It just it was so forced. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, what do abs- we got to do? Uh, absolutely, Swamp Thing. Swamp thing. Actually, and I, I said this to Harry at the time. It was like you know, to me, it's like okay, they're really they're like milking this swamp setting like to the max. Like it was, it was Bane, it was Joker, it was wasn't it even Har- were you No, you were Harley at that yeah. point. Probably Scarecrow Harley. at some point. It, too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was Scarecrow. It was Bane. It was the Joker, and then Swamp Thing showed. Up, and I was like, wow, they milked the swamp level so, perfectly. So here's the, here's the weird thing. Perfectly. Like, well, it, oh, they overdid it a little bit. Swamp Thing shows up naturally in the comics in a real explained way. And actually, he, like, there's this kind of weird thing between him and Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy is the protector of the plants. That's not surprising, actually. Swamp Thing is the, you know, protector would, of the green. Would, would you say they're, go- they're going green? Eco friendly. He's going to pollinate her. Oh, my. R E C Y C L E, this dick. I think he already did, and that's, who, that's why Marlboro shows up. <laughs> but uh perfect yeah so he kind of shows up and is just like hey all of this shit is happening to all of the swamps and the green 
why is everyone allowing this? Whoever protects it, I'm on their side. So he swears allegiance to Superman originally. And then he's yeah. mind controlled on Brainiac shit. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think to Harry's point where he's saying in this game, like I can understand where stuff's coming from comics, but so for at least for the story and the context of Injustice 2, he just seems like, uh, bloop, swap thing. I think that was my, my biggest issue with the story of this game. And I don't mean just Swamp Thing in particular, but I felt like because it's a fighting game and they want you to encounter these different characters and not the same character over and over again, each chapter of this game feels forced in a way. It's just they're forcing so many characters into each plot line for the the variants and battles, but it's just weird to write a story around that. If that makes sense. I got you, but at the same time, I think they did a good job incorporating story with giving you an insight to a lot of different characters. Well, no, I agree. And I'm not saying it's... I mean, I I do think it is a flaw with the story. It it is forced at times. But it is to support a fighting game. I think it missed out a little bit from having to choose between certain characters to use going through the story but at least tying together the story itself and i was really glad to have seen both endings i mean that can be fun i have to personally admit when it comes to the story and with with this game i couldn't disassociate it with mortal kombat x and i i would say i'm a casual fan of mortal kombat but i played all the the older games i know the general continuity and story of mortal kombat so when i played x or 10 I can't decide which one I want, X or 10, 10 or X. When I played that, and oh, this is Cassie Cage. I was like, holy shit, that's Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter. Got it. Playing this, like, oh, it's Green Arrow and Black Canary. Crickets. Okay. (laughs) Great. They're a thing. Okay. Green Arrow's dropping all these one-liners. That's kind of funny. You know, and just, I guess, personally, for me, as a, a casual DC fan... There's some things that just like were sort of over my head, like, oh, okay. Brainiac, oh my god, who's that? I don't know. It's like a dude with tentacles and a big brain, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like how they had Green Arrow and Sindel. I mean, uh, Black Canary. (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there. Showing the the relationship together and kind of hitting on stuff. It's like, oh, you're hitting on all things. And then, oh, there's cousins. Uh, I I did sort of like, okay, we start with Supergirl, and I'll, I'll get into what I know about Supergirl is like I know a little bit about like the movie Supergirl and how bad the movie was because it came out after the Superman movie from 1978 with uh, Christopher Reeve, like the sort of revival of Superman. They made a spinoff Supergirl movie and it apparently tanked. So I was immediately like, Supergirl. <laughs> okay. I don't watch any of the, the shows or, or uh, for Marvel or DC. I don't really watch the TV shows. I watch a lot of the movies. But, uh, you know, having sort of, okay, this cousin, I felt it was weird that, Wonder Woman and Black Adam, like, supposedly, like, not raised her, but, like, were foster parents to her. Kind of. It, I got that vibe. I could be wrong. They, like, mentored her. Mentored, okay. To be this kind of... Well, honestly, they didn't even mentor her, because, like, Wonder Woman and Black Adam are, like, total assholes in the game. Well, there's that. They kind of keep her in hiding enough that they almost brainwash her to be part of Superman's thing. And as soon as she realizes exactly what is going on, she's like, no, fuck that. Batman's right. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Their age difference. Is that, did that get fleshed out in the game or was that strictly to the comics? So I guess when they launched from Krypton, 
she was her age that she's in in the game. Right. She was she, in cryo she was cry- Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, okay, she got bumped. Yeah. yeah. She, she did mention that. Times. Damn. Okay. And she got bumped off course, so she stayed as her age in, in uh, hypersleep, I guess. Right, right, right. And that, that whole thing with Brainiac destroying Krypton, I believe, is a retcon to the original What Happens to Krypton. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not the biggest Superman fan. I thought Marlon Brando said that the planet was just going to you know, explode one day and everybody got off the planet. This planet Krypton, we must leave it. Can't you see the writing on the wall? I am Jor-El. I am Jor-El. <laughs> this, is, this is Jor-El. I was paying $10 million to look at you and read a cue card off your forehead. Oh, happy day. I'm going to go snore it up my nose. <laughs> my jaw's falling asleep. Damn. Wow. That uh, was really good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. You're welcome. So besides Brainiac, I wasn't impressed with any of the villains in the game. They just didn't feel like they had any kind of a chance against any of the heroes that you were facing. Not saying, like, battle-wise or anything like that, but, I mean, it just didn't seem like they're a good enough match for some of the characters you were playing as. Well, you know, I think it sort of ties into the fact, like Clark said earlier, the game, the game's a series of grays, right? Mm-hmm. So there aren't that many characters who are, like, dark, jet-black villain. Like, they're just straight evil. No, you're true. But you do always get this sense of who's on the good side and who's on the bad side. Like, typically... Yeah, I mean, Injustice is a separate universe. I get that. Sure, sure. But going into this, you have your um, certain preconceived notions of some of these characters that you take into this game, and you know you can typically look at the screen and set apart who is typically a villain, who is typically a hero, with the exception of Superman. And the ones, yeah, and then the ones that are typically villains didn't seem to stack up to the heroes. They just seemed like pushovers. I thought another weird omission from this game, though, was uh, Deathstroke, because he was in the first one, and they kind of replaced him with Deadshot, and just the, like, to what you said, where they kind of have, they have a bunch of B-tier ah, villains okay. in this I think game. that's what that's it is. Probably no Apocalypse, no... Well, Apocalypse no is like a DLC really. if you, or not Apocalypse, sorry, yeah. not Apocalypse, uh, it's uh, Doomsday. Doom- is it Doomsday? Doomsday. Uh, Do- sorry, Doomsday was I think the it was Deathstroke. One. Who's the other baddie with starts with a D? Dark side? Dark side. Yeah. Dark side. Yes. Jesus. Sorry. Dark side. Dark side is Doomsday DLC. Deadshot. No, it was it was just weird to see like, you know, they went with uh Cheetah. Cheetah, Cheetah. Yeah, and okay. Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd is actually a pretty big baddie when it comes to DC stuff, but he serves a purpose in this game for having the whole army of gorillas. Okay. But yeah. I don't see him as a a tier villain, but the, I mean, again, it really this game boils down to Batman versus Superman and their teams versus the other teams. Not that damn dirty ape. Thank you, Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, and you know what? another thing that I think the game suffers from is a lot of the enemies that you fight in the story mode are just heroes who say no you know i'm gonna stick i'm on this side of the line or like you fight aquaman because he only cares about atlantis (laughs) you know like it's sort of like he's not he's not a villain he's just like it's a misunderstanding like same thing with swamp thing like you're you're fighting you're fighting characters who you know eventually will turn around and see you know it's like okay i'm gonna knock some sense into you aquaman stays on superman's side 
Oh, okay, yeah, you're right, because we fight him again at the end. And so does Black Adam, who kills Shazam. Shazam! And that that's kind of what I was trying to get to earlier when I said, like, the plot is sometimes forced. Like, it's just, a lot of these are written just so you'd get a chance to face that opponent. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily the best decision for the plot. It might be good for the gameplay of the game, but maybe not necessarily the plot. That, that's what I was just trying to get at. And yeah, again, yeah. with this type of game, it's really hard to get around some of those areas. So I guess the best question to ask is, did they do it optimally? Could they have done it better, or is this literally the best you can get with a story fighting game? In the first game, they used up a lot of the real estate for when it comes to what they did for the shock value of villains in this. Because in the first game, it's Green Lantern and Superman and Flash. They're all on the regime side. So it's all these like mainstream huge fucking heroes that are bad guys versus, you know, Batman and Harley and Catwoman. And then it kind of switches into Injustice 2 where Barry Burton and Hal Jordan, they're all on Batman's side now. Just because he, you know, once he wins, he kind of takes over and is like, hey, I'm going to pardon you from being in a jail cell, but you're not allowed to use your powers. Or the, you know, Green Lantern has to go and he has to re-earn his ring from the Guardians. It's interesting stuff like that. I also like that the Green Lantern is so tempted by Atrocitus, like somewhere in the middle of the storyline. I think that is an amazing scene where he has all the blood on him, and that's yeah. how Atrocitus actually like turns people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got like the ring on, and he starts reciting the Green Lantern oath, and just blasts all the fucking blood off of him, and then you just beat the shit out of Atrocitus. I blame uh, Steve Blum for that wonderful performance. Thank you very much, sir. I like that scene a lot too. Not to you know go on a tangent or anything, but um, I, I actually I think that read... was the, the best scene in the game. Really? Yes. I I read several of the the Green Lantern comics, and I I, I liked Green Lantern Core for the I guess for the variety, and I read a couple comics about Red Lantern or Red Lanterns. Yeah, and, the, the core. Uh, and I I was buying it. I thought he was going to go red, and then you know through the through the story you'd have to turn him back to to green or or whatever. Yeah, I really I really thought sure. it was going to happen, and then. When it didn't happen, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, let's let's fight him." Oh, we whooped him. Let's leave a, Atlantis. Let's get out of here. <laughs> There's a point in the comics where Superman gets a yellow lantern ring. Really? Yes, and he's the most feared person say, on that... the planet. Fe- oh, okay, okay. So he just becomes like super fucking powerful. So he's Superman with also like all of these lantern powers as well. So wow, he can like project cool. powers Dear and God. shit. It's fucking awesome. Sinestro kind of gets in his head, and and the crazy thing is like uh, in the comics they don't, and they kind of start showing it in in this as well. The villains are kind of the ones that side with Superman. They're like, oh yeah, you can kill us, so of course we're gonna side with you. Well, yeah. Whereas Batman's whole crew is like, hey, what you're doing is not right, and that is why we're here. Clark, who's the um? Is it John Johns? Is the the other Green Lantern John Stewart? John J- John Stewart? What am I? Stephen what am Colbert. I th- what am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, Name association and go. I I was kind of surprised we didn't see him. I, I just thought that. So John Stewart is actually a skin for Green Lantern. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, okay. He's a DLC skin. And we didn't see Martian Manhunter. Not to um. He gets killed in oh, the first one. He does. Yes. Okay. Oh. 
Now, the depth that I like how they went with the story of this is where it shows how personal it is through them using each other's actual names rather than, oh, Catwoman. Oh, well, that's Superman. A, that's I mean, a very some, valid point. Absolutely. I mean, that that's where it shows, of course, because a lot of them, this was part of the Justice League. And now the, it shows how how in-depth they used to be. And now it's nothing but a, a giant quarrel between all of them. Yeah, they don't refer to them by the, as their as their you know Superman. Yeah, Batman, you know it comes out here Catwoman. and there. But yeah. uh, at this current moment, Clark <laughs> is putting his wild turkey, his empty wild turkey bottle, in Harry's face suggestively. I may have drank a third of a bottle of wild turkey. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Real quickly, let's let's talk about some of the lines and dialogue in the game. And one that I wrote down, I think they had super. It's super cheesy. Like one-liners. There's there. a bunch of them in there. There was I love some cheese it. in there. What uh, Cheetah was acting up at some at some point, and <laughs> I forget which character. I think it was um, Supergirl, and she was like, "Bad kitty." <laughs> like, oh, that, that was probably Harley <laughs> Quinn or something like that. Was it? I think so. Maybe uh, you could be correct, but I don't remember it just being exclusively there. They were peppered all over this game. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, well even if. Uh, if we're if we're on this topic, even in some of the multiplayer where they have the little spat back and forth, there's it's wonderful. One of my favorite ones is Blue Beetle when he fights Supergirl, and he walks in and says something to the tune of, "You know, I really, I really don't like this hitting girls thing." And she replies with, "Well, you'd be lucky if you could tickle me," and he goes, "Hmm, yeah, I would." As in, like, with an innuendo. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's just the way he says it. You can tell it's, he's not talking about hitting her. It's, we know what we're I talking about here. Crack the fuck up. There's a bunch of just little things here and there. And I just love bad one-liners. Chock full of it. It's one of the selling points for me is just some of the dialogue in here. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And, uh... Again, it it sort of makes me think of Mortal Kombat X, like all that those like witty one-liners and stuff, and in, in the way that that characters will stay in character and play off of another character based on the setup. You can you can see that there was a lot of uh, detail and understanding and conservation of character throughout with all those interactions mm-hmm. and the humor that that can encourage and spawn was well handled. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. One of my favorite ones, personally, was Green Arrow when yes. he's talking to Gorilla Groot. Uh, yes. Was it was it wrong to assume that you eat bananas? <laughs> and he's like, "All oh, your face." Was that racist or something? Like dude, that? dude, Green Arrow is is like one of the best characters. I'll say in this. I didn't like really playing as him too too much. I mean, really? I do. I, do, yeah, I kind of like playing as him. I, yeah, I, I do enjoy of some favorites. of it, but when it came to his dialogue. He literally was probably my favorite one in this entire game. Just, oh yeah, for sure. Just it just his snarky, sarcastic, and that's, that's perfect. The voice actor for him, you guys would recognize if you looked up his IMDb page. He's um he did the the voice and the motion for um the Imperial Android in Rogue One that I can't remember his name I, right no, now. What Damn. in Rogue One? <laughs> in Rogue One, Queso. Queso. That's, salsa. It, that's what he no. That's yeah. what he calls him. You guys I'm are sorry. really hungry. I'm sorry. Can we no, get a right. cigarette break? What? Not in the middle let's, of the story. Let, we'll we got to finish the story. Yeah. You, you and your me, wild I fucking, turkey. I got to piss like fucking in your wild eyes. I asked why don't you to take a piss. We start. Fuck you. Wait. Fuck you. Harry, why don't you take a piss? No. No. We're getting through the story segment. Harry, pee. 
Okay, so let's just talk about the ending real quick then. So, you know, we go all over creation, doing all this other, you know, jazz or whatnot. You get to Brainiac, you can choose who you want to be to to fight up there. Um, I think, what was it, uh, Cyborg makes a remote that can somehow disrupt Brainiac... And is Batman uses it on him for the link, the mental link. Yeah. That, the mental yeah, link to with the stop ship. the betas from taking over the Earth. Right after then, he abducts the Metropolis and Coast City. Oh, that's right. So, he like absorbs their. Yeah, he like uh, so essentially Brainiac comes to Earth and starts t- picking up cities and storing them because they're part of his collection. I'm gonna eat your brains and gain well, your. I knowledge. think his whole theory was to gain knowledge, <laughs> and then if you wipe out the existence once you gain that knowledge it makes it rare knowledge yes compar- absolutely because like, he made that comparison to rare metals mm-hmm. but he said he, he thought knowledge was more important instead than of it. the materialistic yes he's, he's with the knowledge which i just thought it does kind of make sense though it kind of does like, if you obtain the knowledge and then kill whoever else knows that knowledge it makes you valuable now you know it hmm. all right that's it i'm gonna be batman you be you be Superman, Harry. No, no, he's going to be Batman. You be Harry, and we're just going to see Clark running around the entire. <laughs> I wasn't agreeing the... with Superman. I was agreeing with Brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> so towards the end of the game, after you kind of duke it out, you with whoop Brainiac. Brainiac. Yeah, yeah. And Superman puts the things in his the tentacles into his forehead or into his temples, and he controls the ship and stops it from crashing. <laughs> and Batman's just like, you know, that might kill you. He's like, yeah, but I'm Superman. I can fucking do it. Superman <laughs> sounds That's like essentially the, what came out of his mouth. Sounds like the job for me then. It's like, what? Uh, so after that happens, then you get to choose if you want to side with Batman or Superman. And mm. that's how you end the game. Yes. And depending on your choice, you get a different ending. So I chose Batman for my ending, put a hardcore whooping on him, and then we banished him to the... Phantom Zone. Which, the Phantom Zone. Which and, is just funny to say. And then he just like destroys that terminal so no one can open it ever again. See you later, Soups. Bye. I'm not going to kill you, Bye, but here's basically internal damnation. Yeah, on the flip side, Harry, would you like to tell us about your ending since you picked Superman? Superman whoops Batman <sighs> and then locks Supergirl away in the same chamber that he was locked in. The Red Sun Chamber? Yes. And so much he, for kissing cousins. He Damn. goes yeah, no. to confront her once more to try to convince her to join his side, and she refuses once again. He's like, well, then I could just make you, and then you see Batman show up being mind-controlled by Superman. Is yeah. that a power? So, yeah. well, so here's the is? thing. Here's the really important thing that Harry missed about that. Superman shows up with Brainiac's eyes, like what? the same Brainiac's eyes, and he's in an entire metal suit in purple. That has like all the like S and everything in neon purple. And then Batman walks up with a bat symbol that has an S in the middle of it. And he's being mind controlled. Oh, because my that's what Brainiac God. does. Superman became the new Brainiac, linked himself with the ship, and now controls just like Brainiac Batman. did. So the real question wow. is what's canon for Injustice 3? So here's the thing actually, there is a comic coming out that is going to be Injustice 2. I'm like super stoked about it, waiting for the trade to come out. I'm actually really excited to dive into that. I do want to know which one is the canon, though. I'm pretty sure Batman's, Batman. Batman's ending is going to be the canon one. Probably. Superman's probably a little too dark, a little too mustache troll. Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. The, like people fucking straight up die. Oh, yeah. okay. Batman. No, tri- a, I mean, both both outcomes lead to lots of possibilities with story. Because I mean, if you think about it, cool. Superman's gone. It kind of takes that whole element of him just being a bruiser 
out of the game. Because I feel, at least what you're talking about, that was the same theme that was in the first one that was in this one. It's just, gotta stop Superman, gotta stop Superman, gotta stop Superman. But if you go with Superman's alternate ending, it's like Bruce Wayne was kind of like the leader of the anti-Superman brigade. Somebody else will have to fill his shoes. And that opens the doors to possibilities, like who steps up to take the next... I, I honestly, I think Batman's ending is not the one that is going to be canon. I actually think Superman's ending is going to be canon. Where okay. Superman controls everything, and now uh, Injustice 3 will be your battle to overthrow Superman. Save, save Batman, shit like that. And then Injustice 3.5 DLC is the uh, complete opposite story. Mm-hmm. And then they make all the money. All the money. And you sell the thing, when, and it just shows his boots, and then it just pans up on the suit itself. And you're like, oh, shit. I, I verbally out loud said, oh, shit. Brainiac man. One of the one of the coolest things from the game, though, is Batman at the end of the game in the fucking kryptonite Batman suit. It's fucking dope. Do you mean the um, like Batman Returns, like Frank Miller's Batman Returns, like armored suit? No, 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 no. The one that's like lined in fucking green kryptonite. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Like I think that's so fucking cool that he's finally like, you know what? Clark, we're going to fucking go for it. Isn't it funny how Batman always has a, a new suit for the third act of every story? <laughs> yeah. He's in. Hey, Clark. Dude, the, it's because it's fucking Batman. He's pretty much, he's the, pretty much Iron Man at this point. <laughs> he's like, I've got a new suit to fix this problem. Gameplay. All right. So what do you guys think of the gameplay? I enjoyed the gameplay. All right. So let's go on the graphics. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the gameplay as well. Well, speaking of gameplay, you and Ralph played with each other. Yes. Right? Whole afternoon. Just guy on guy time. You nice. went there. <laughs> yeah. You traded the controller. Don't worry. His oh. sister was there, too. I'll do what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, and your mom. <laughs> the night that Harry. And two out. dogs. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it was a party. Yeah, that one dog was going nuts on my arm. I broke out in the hives. Was it uh, super allergic? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Lady, lady just has an uncontrollable urge to lick people. Really though, mm. that's her superpower. So anyway, gameplay on Injustice Two is uh, very similar to Mortal Kombat. Yes, it is. X. Yes, it is. <laughs> Even the bl- like the blocking system. And I, did they have like a breaker system in this, where you use one of your bars to counter? Like, kind of. Yeah, was there was there a breaker system similar to Mortal Kombat's? I had a feeling that there would be, the way that you can like block attacks. Like everything felt so Mortal Kombat when you're fighting, that I just assumed a breaker system would be in there, especially with the four bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. filling up at the bottom. Yeah, the so is that what then the um the gambling system thing with the buttons is that technically what counted as the breakers? I don't know. No, there's like like I don't even know if it exists. I'm I just think they call them like wake up attacks or something. Okay. Where, like, uh, you can use it to pass through an attack. Something. I I do think I remember seeing the tutorial say something about it, but I never like, really I, looked at it. I mean, it's something to explore with the gameplay. I feel like there's a lot of depth to it. Like, mm-hmm. if you really put in the time and effort to learn, like, a move set for a character, you can probably get really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but I think it, it takes that dedication and, and, and time invested in a character to, to become very fluid with that that character. Which you'll definitely find if you play multiplayer. I can say, well, I haven't ran into anybody who just utterly decimated. I've only played a couple really? matches online. Yeah. 
I only played literally a couple matches online. But and the, how'd you do? I did okay. The first one was a <laughs> guy on, who was AFK. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wish. Well, I was playing unranked because I just wanted to get in without someone super competitive. It's like, all right, let's dip my toes into the multiplayer, and then. He actually picked a character that he had leveled close to mine because when he was skating through, he had many characters that were leveled up. And my highest level was only Aquaman because during the story part, I pretty right. much just picked Aquaman the whole time because I was better with him. And so he matched like a level five <laughs> firestorm versus. Yeah. What'd you do in the desert? Dude, Aqu- Aquaman Kidding. is like real good in the game. Uh, okay. He is. I don't, I don't know. That that was that was something from the first game that actually because I so. never thought anything of Aquaman until I played the first Injustice. I'm like, all right, they actually made him kind of badass. They put a lot more thought and care into no depth because Aquaman. Oh, uh, <laughs> of all the characters, he's the Marianas Trench in terms of depth. If you charge up his attack, is it a depth charge? Oh. God damn it, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. Anyway, you were playing as Aquaman for ages. Yeah, and played against the other guy who actually selected Firestorm, which it looked like that was one of his only other characters that was close on it. I ended up beating him, so... Like, my record of one match, I'm 100% win. So <laughs> nice. I'm just going to quit right there. Yeah, retire on top. Just, yeah, exactly. 100%. No, I'm done. Water beats fire. It does. And then I did think it was a very interesting way to go with the equipment system that they're putting into, like, the multiplayer or online battles or the multiverse. I don't really know how I feel about it, if it's necessarily a good thing. Like, I understand it's opening up this entire part of a game just to bring you in to see what kind of gear you get. So you can get the mother boxes, so you can buy more things and upgrade. And with my fighting games, I don't really, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, having, like, balanced customizability for the character, I think, is what they were going for. And I was reading that Ed Boon apparently wanted to to add some elements similar to first-person shooters right now like you know call of duty they you can you can basically customize your character within limits that keeps the game balanced so mm-hmm. i do think that there's merit there i think that some fighters will actually follow suit in regards to the gear like this giving some rpg buffs in either direction yeah you know up, I, up or down speed you know defense strength that kind of thing and that's why they give you some level 20 gear after you beat some of the multiverse and that you gain out of the storyline, and they give you that epic level 20 to give you something to play to. And I, I right. feel like that's always been a big downfall of fighting games, is the replayability. And I think what they're doing is trying to explore, how do we keep our gamers invested longer yeah. right, in our fighting games? True, true. And by adding extra elements to work for and, and try to achieve, keep, keeps you playing a little bit longer. Well, I think it, it's going to be, I think it's going to work out for them. For me personally, I'm just one person, but out of the entire spectrum of people who are going to be playing this game, I think that is something that they're doing right in trying to implement and bring something that they really haven't touched on. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. And then, but one thing I do like is on the multiplayer, you can have the option of competitive mode where you can still keep the cool looking gear that you've earned so far, neutralize it, makes everybody on an evil, 
evil? <laughs> evil. Even. Evil. 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 Do you mean that evil. it changes the appearance but not the stats? Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that way both players have to agree to it. It nullifies the extra special abilities it. and it just makes it so you can still play head on head. So if <laughs> lots of <laughs> head to head, you mean <laughs> lots of dunking and multiplayer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily like that though. Because I mean, when I go into playing a fighting game, who really wants to play an uphill battle or play with a handicap? I like playing on an even playing field. So, did anyone have any favorite characters? Oh, there was a couple characters that jumped out. I liked the Flash a lot. I think when it came down to it, because I mean, whenever you're playing a fighting game, you have your big, bulky, slow characters that hit fucking hard. And you also have your speed characters that kind of chip away at your health. Right. I think I like the speed over the bulk, to be honest with you. It just feels more fluid. It feels like you're having more fun. <laughs> what, Ralph? <laughs> Ralph is terrible. Just... I'm thinking of Wedding Crashers. Should be for spilled. Er, spilled. Should be for built for speed or comfort. <laughs> like, it's is funny talking about bulk or speed. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. You're absolutely... Yeah, on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just it, I find it almost frustrating with the slower characters, and you're constantly just like, "Oops, I missed with that attack." Oh yeah. Oh, I just got knocked down because I'm too fucking slow. There's just... definitely a a bigger challenge in using the the bulkier characters who are a little slower. The comfort characters, right? The comfort com- characters. for comfort. <laughs> you know, I I kind of like balanced characters in a lot of my games. I find like I don't I don't want to say that it's because I don't use a, a hard strategy or a focused strategy, you could say. I, I equate it almost to Smash Brothers. I played a lot of Smash Brothers Melee with uh, with my friends, and I used Link, who was a little bit slower, but eventually I just went into using just plain old Mario, who's like the normal, medium, baseline, everything, where you have characters like Fox McCloud, who's super fast, and you have characters like Ganondorf or Bowser, who are really slow, but they hit like a tank. It's funny you bring that up, because I was thinking Mario Kart. I know it's Oh, like with Mario really, Kart, I do the same thing. I, I, I play go, like a, a Mario, yeah. a medium. You know, I don't go with a heavy character or a really light character. I usually go... So I I always Mario. lean towards like a fast accelerated and in Mario Kart that that is a, a good strategy because if you're constantly getting hit by items or whatever the only thing you can really control is how fast you get back up to mm-hmm. speed and, and back into yeah. the into the race so there, yeah, there is I know it's a, it's a weird comparison but no, no, no. but I, I I get that same feeling yeah. playing this game well yeah it's just in a different aspect yes. so Ralph who is your Goldilocks character where it's not too hot not too cold just right there in the middle for you how's that Goldilocks exactly. Because one was too hot, so one would be too bulky. Well, the other one would be <laughs> too <laughs> fast. Why? Too furious? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Analogies. I'm a little confused. All right. Like I said before, you know, playing the game, and I could be wrong, but I felt that Batman was fairly balanced between speed and strength. I didn't feel that he was particularly bulky or particularly fast. I concur wholeheartedly. He's yeah. actually one of my favorite characters to play as because it's just that right balance. He moves fast enough to yeah. be able to keep up with some of the faster characters, but he hits hard enough to really be able to do some damage. I think there was somebody else I liked playing as as well. I mean, we played as Harley for a while. I liked um, Harley. Harley was one of those fast characters. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why I liked her. Same thing with the Flash. <laughs> he better be a fast character. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, if he was, I'm a bulk hitter. Fuck you. No, wrong. I, I tried to, I, I, I liked Green Arrow. I tried to use um, Black Canary for a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, I did just, try I a couple times. I couldn't really get into a, a groove with with her fighting style. I liked Green Supergirl Lantern, was too. okay. 
Green Lantern. Green Lantern was kind of fun, you know, with um with his special attack, which we definitely need to talk about. Yeah, I yeah. think that was the highlight of battle. How quickly can I get my special gauge up and land it successfully and land yeah. it in the beginning phase of a health meter? Yeah, because you didn't want to waste it by getting it somebody just to the end because they wouldn't carry over to the next health bar. Yeah, when it just hits them and then they fall down, son of a bitch! I just wasted that. Which I thought was um, well implemented. Uh, the game mechanic where it doesn't say round two fight because it's obviously Mortal Kombat. They just had two health bars and there was a brief, a brief um, interlude, interlude cutscene. Do you think it was a you. smart? Uh, addition to not let the damage carry over, or because you can I mean, stack is it, the shit out. Is it of is it kind of to give somebody breathing room yeah. if they get fucking pummeled yeah, on a first sure. health bar? I mean, that's the way I looked at it. But then it's such an uphill battle. Oh, now I have to do one point eight health bars, and I only have one left. Yeah, that's it's not going to work scary. out so well. It's so scary to look at when you get you lose that first health bar. But oh, specials! That was the highlight for me of this entire game. I wanted to see all the specials, and I thought they were so well done. Some some were better than others. I think I gravitated towards the ones that were fucking over the top. Like Batman strapping you to a weather balloon, and then <laughs> yeah. the Bat A jet. Fulton, man, a Fulton. Oh, he it, fucking <laughs> Fulton. I didn't think of that. Jesus. And then just do uh, basically a, a 180 stall, and then just come right in back In front down. of the moon, too. Yeah, no, yeah. No always bad. in front of the moon. Right, so I, I do want to say something about that real quick. For both Superman and Batman's specials, they're clearly referencing films, which we all know the Batman one is from Batman 1989, directed by Tim Burton, because there's that exact same shot where, for whatever reason, Batman, like, when he clips all the, the Joker's balloons, lets him go up, and then just like, oh, I'm just going to cut through the clouds and, and perfectly line up with the moon here and then fall back down for no particular reason. Like, it was clearly that they were, actually, they were kind of playing off of Chris Nolan's Batman with, with not the Fulton, but... um whatever it is in the dark night he escapes when he's in china he escapes with the balloon and the and the the plane comes and gets him they look like melded the two ideas together and then with superman that's almost shot for shot from man of steel with his fight with zod like right. if the camera does that thing where it zooms in and then boom he lands a punch and then zooms in again like left and right and knocks him it looked really good i thought it looked yeah. awesome in this yeah game. yeah but i and this this is more into uh, into graphics i felt that there were there were several influences from recent films on this on the series in general but those two really stood out we saw them probably the most out of any no maybe harley's you saw harley's quite a bit yeah i i was kind of disappointed with her it's like get them boys it's the dogs and then she runs up and just smashes you with the bat i I don't know i i like yeah i like i like the first person view from the victim oh yeah yeah, yeah. coming down with the bat i i enjoyed that Green Lanterns was building his mech yeah, one piece at a time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. Um, the Flashes was pretty good, where he's traveling back in time. <laughs> yeah. Smashes you against the, the pyramids and then smashes against the T-Rex, and that T-Rex gets pissed off. <laughs> oh, it Rightfully does. so. And then creates a time paradox and slams the opponent into the Himself. opponent. Oh, you know who else, other one I like? Uh, Aquaman's, where he like spears him up, yeah. and then he summons... A fucking, like, some kind of sea creature. A sea to creature. Fight. Oh, it's yeah. a giant megalodon, okay. a shark. Straight giant out of shark. Jurassic World. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Jurassic World. And then World. he just, well, like, okay. stabs you again while it's still in the mouth. Just, well, yeah, absolutely, because uh, he's fucking it's Aquaman. It's crazy absurd, and I love it. I, I think, like, uh, 100%. Those are the ones that are fantastic. Uh, like, Ro- Robbins is boring. There's one more I'm trying to think of. I like Atrocitus's. I don't think I saw that one. 
Oh, that is that one's pretty good. He, he like stabs them through the heart and then teleports them to the home world of the Red Lanterns and then summons like the embodiment of the Red Lantern, which is like a six-eyed bull, and it hits them into a fucking pillar, and then he like runs up and just spits blood flame all over them. I, I think spit is a very reserved word. It vomits. Word. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're a few that hates him out. <laughs> like, oh no. I don't know. I think we whooped him so fast he didn't get a chance to use it. Probably. When we played through. I don't remember seeing that one. There's uh, probably still characters I haven't seen. There were a couple ones that were disappointing. Didn't Bane have one that was just like just throwing you around and breaking you? Like, yeah, that... yeah. Well, that's that's kind of like Scarecrow. He cuts open uh, like a fabric in time, takes you to where he's huge into the into the nightmare, and then he slams you a couple times, puts you through the ground with a gravestone, which they just put the name of whoever you're playing, and then that's pretty much it. One I found really really disappointing was Brainiac. The four bots come up. Have you seen Brainiacs? I don't think I have. The, the, he has four of his uh, robot sentry guards come up. They do the scorpion and have the, the barb come out of their hands, and four of them hold you in place. And then the giant skull ship comes over with the big blue light and then just shoots down on you, and that's it. Oh. It, I, literally, me just talking about it makes it sound much more exciting than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed in that. But that's only because... I waited the entire game to see that because I played through story the first time and to see everybody else's up to that point and then that it's oh that's nice uh are there any other specials you guys wanted to touch upon we should note they do a fuck ton of damage and it's a nice break if you're starting to get those sweaty hands oh yeah in the middle of a in the middle of a battle yeah no I I felt like they all were about, what, 300? Some were a little bit less, some were a little bit more. And that goes into, the other thing was that the the damage was given a you know a decimal value or given a, a numerical value. Yeah. And I found it interesting that it would do that, and it wasn't until I had beaten the game or gone in and looked at, like, you know, which player has what stats that different characters have different levels of health and strength. and Because uh, I just assumed that it was, okay, would it be around 1,000 maybe for each? That's what it seemed. Like, we were trying yeah. to guesstimate yeah. that as we were playing through. I don't want to say it helped or hurt, but, you know, you would know, okay, that move does, like, 100 damage, okay? If I can get into a groove with that move, you know, use it here or there, I can really do some do some damage. And the specials were about 300, or give or take a little bit. Somewhere. Somewhere around Something there. Something like that. But it was, yeah, probably, I think about the baseline for most of them was about 1,000, because Brainiac in the boss fight, he does the combo move oh. where the giant metal snake oh, yeah. cock comes up and smashes you for like <laughs> 250 plus and then a second giant metal space cock comes in and slams you from the behind <laughs> giant, giant and, metal space cock and then, and then it takes away at least half your life bar that was so fucking annoying the entire time i mean i get it all right he's the boss he's going to be hard plus not to mention they nerfed a damage on him which made it a little more tough yeah yeah he, he was brutal yeah he, he was. was brainiac was tough I never learned how to do the giant metal snake cock when you actually played as him. <laughs> There's there. I don't see that on the move list. I don't. I I'm don't sure it's think, titled differently. Just not letting that go. That's, that's <laughs> no, what I it's think called. That's, yeah. that's what it's called. Giant metal space cock. Yeah. Let's let's talk more about the gameplay. Um, there was another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, do you mind if I throw out a little tidbit? Go right ahead. I'm gonna catch it. Hovering characters bothered me. Oh, me too. Hovering it, it, characters, like like Superman, how he doesn't stand on the ground; he actually hovers a little bit higher. Oh, so right. He's never eye to eye level. He's always kind of looking down a little bit, and it always threw me off. Like when I was hitting 
directions. I was always kind of slightly hitting down because it just felt like he was. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And it every hovering character in the game, I felt a little off playing as, and it drove me fucking nuts. Yeah, they were floaty. It was weird, like going from somebody who had. And there's probably no footing. difference, but the visual aspect made me think otherwise. Right. I don't know if I really minded too no. much. Okay. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't play against those characters any differently than I would any other. I know, and it wasn't right. playing against them. It was playing as, as them. them. Oh, as you had kind of gave you the same thing because even playing as them, it still I'm just trying to visualize it on like a regular. Plus, there's a lot of jumping that I do. Anyway, space cocks. Metal space cock. Giant metal space cock come. Calls it the asteroid. It's coming in for impact. <laughs> I liked using his character to battle and fight. In I'm game. sorry, Ralph. Do you mind starting over again? No. I, I do apologize. It's okay. I don't. I didn't want to pull a Ralph. <laughs> Sick burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got him good. I got him fucking good. You guys see that? I hope you brought the aloe. Got that fucker good. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fucking shine box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's something else I'm missing. Um, Is it the multiverse? No. We can talk about the multiverse. It's probably a good idea. But I don't know. Is Sorry. that kind of like the ladder that's in the older... Kind of. No. Where there's like 300 challenges or something? Well, explain to me. What, what is the multiverse like? Because I had zero... I don't know. I only did the three tutorial uh, bits. Well, after the three tutorial, there's the planets that appear on Brother's Eye. And you get to choose between the planets and each one has a different set of challenges now along with the challenges there may also be extra there's how i said there's challenges within the challenges so sometimes the matches that you're fighting have little side bonus challenges where you can earn extra whether it be credits or mother boxes whatever it may be and some of them have extra difficulties on it as well where one is the character you're playing, whenever you jump, you take damage. So it's kind of like it, there's skill fights in a certain way. There's another one where this was the most annoying one. Th- that does sound a little like the Mortal Kombat. While, you're, while you're battling, it throws like shields onto the field. And when you pick up that shield, you're not necessarily immune, but damaged is nerfed. If someone hits you, you don't really react to it too much. Mm. And that makes it... A real pain in the dick a little bit. Okay. But they'll have certain difficulty level for each one where recommended level any. Recommended level five. And there's some where recommended level is 20 plus. So you're supposed to have that character leveled to that point? Or is it just showing on a scale of one to t- like 20, this is how difficult it is? I, I think it's the former because as you level up each character, each character has different level gear. And so if you're fighting as level one Batman and you start leveling him up, you start to obtain gear around your level. Some of it might be a couple higher, some might be a couple lower, some might be a whole 10 levels higher, but generally that's, I think that was just some of the feeder items they put in there. And then amongst that on top of it has AI difficulty and that varies with each and every one as well. And the planets on the multiverse for all of these challenges are only there for a certain limited amount of time basically so they change around too that's why you need at least for that you need the connection to the internet to kind of be able to cycle through it because it changes and one might only be there for two hours another one might be there for two days i mean it's an interesting aspect and then 
amongst those are kind of you get an old school Mortal Kombat feel because there's ladder challenges. Fight through these five enemies. And then they so have it's just like extra shit you can do in the game. More Pretty much. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's push the limits a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And of course they have the you one get gear and stuff too, right? You yeah. Get you the boxes. You do get like gear. Yeah, yeah. You get the, you get what's called currencies, the, the mother boxes. So there's different stages where there's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and diamond. Diamonds. Diamonds. So, so each one has a different amount of gear. Like I think bronze, you get two or three silver. You get like four and so on and so forth. And as it's higher level boxes, it's maybe like rare gear or epic gear. And then it's that's broken down to headwear, arms, legs, torso, if they have a weapon like Joker's knife or Harley Quinn's guns. So they multiverse is really, really where you get in depth with a lot of obtaining gear. So yeah, that was my rant on multiverse. So it's, it's interesting. It's different. It kind of gets annoying because then some of the AI... I don't know. It's it comes with every fighting game where it's just there's that overwhelming matches where you're just getting right. your ass kicked the entire time. You're like, Got it. Fuck, fuck this game. I'm not playing again. All right, one more. I have to try. Well, that can get old pretty quick though. Yeah, and it seems like a mode that it's kind of like it's good for some, but others just kind of stay away. Yeah, I could definitely see it that way. Some might just want to play with their friends, maybe people online, and just do competitive mode and not have to worry about leveling up a character. Others I can really see who like building that character to have specific abilities because you can use certain gear against certain characters and you're a lot more effective in mm -hmm. that matter. There was one thing I really wanted to talk about with the um, the gameplay before we before we move on or in the tutorial which i watched you play oh god it was so fucking boring i have to admit there was the like level changing damage where you could change the, the background where you're fighting by doing a certain attack like you punch someone through like the theater yeah and oh they yeah went flying through like eight different floors and you're in a new location it's like mortal kombat again i never did that outside or never saw it or did it again outside of the tutorial i didn't either I saw it happen That's a bummer. once. I honestly can't remember what stage it was or how who I was fighting, where it was at, but it happened to me. It happened to me. Of course, I wasn't the one that did it, but where I was kicked through a wall, went through a couple different walls, and then we were in a new part of the arena. I haven't figured that one out yet. It should have been more prevalent. A little Especially bit. Especially in the story. That would have added epicness. To some of those well, fights. I don't know that they could put it in the story, actually. I think it might be locked down in the story because there's cinematics yeah, of the true. area. That's true. Because I, I do think that happened when when I tried loaded the game. I didn't have enough space, not everything loaded, so not everything was working. So I actually had to take everything off the PS4 Injustice 2 and then reinstall everything again after deleting stuff. Oh my god, that's terrible. You yeah. had to take everything out? Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I didn't. I didn't start the story. That was in the very beginning when I when I actually just bought the game Jesus. and went to load it up. Yeah, because the PS4 just kept making a, a whirring sound, and the story mode and online were like shaded in red, and it had a wait time on it. That was not a fun experience in the very beginning because it's saying I have to wait another ten minutes, twenty nine seconds, and that said that about three minutes ago, and it's not loading up. Got it. 
So I had to find a, a workaround for it. But at least uh, to digress, I haven't actually got to experience any of like the level changes, but I do like the interactive environments where you can pick up some of the side items and use that in the combat as well. Oh, yeah. And, and like you said, I think that as well as moving around in the level is a callback to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, exactly. I was playing my buddy last night and we were in the swamp and I smacked him with an alligator. I did find that. Oh, yeah, that's a big <laughs> that, that's a Yeah, really... the environmental stuff's, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Chuck a barrel, have it explode. I think there's one when you're in the bar. I think one of the guys sitting next to the bar, <laughs> you, you can use him. I, oh, my God. I, I, I saw, because I crossed in front of him, and I saw the little R1 trigger pop up, and I'm like, no fucking way. And as soon as I hit it, I think I was fighting Superman or someone. They hit me, and then it just canceled it out. I'm like, son mm. of a bitch, I wanted to see what, that ha- what happened with that. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's get into graphics. Graphics. I thought a lot of the characters look really good. I, I like the design of their outfits. It looked pretty crisp. I think certain characters looked a little bit better than others, but I wasn't really appalled by any particular character design. I know you had an issue with the jaw thing on Superman. Um, and, and it, was just, it was funny because it's like, oh, where, oh, here's Superman. And they made this big reveal of him like wearing his suit again. Then he's just got like this stupid chin strap i'm like what what the hell's the point of that like it's <laughs> superman know. like everyone know uh, they, they just want to like change it to be like oh it's not vanilla superman it's chin strap superman just trying to work on his underbite that is really <laughs> rude well, ralph what's weird is okay so the cover for the game it's superman with the chin strap but he's got like a headband and like there's like a gold like okay it's like it's it's superman but it's not his normal suit i'm like okay that would have made the perfect time to introduce like his injustice to normal suit with just the chin strap and not the bandana bit or whatever. Like if he was going for like a whole headgear thing, get off the fence. Either he's got headgear or he doesn't. Don't give him a, a, a chin strap for no reason. I don't know. Well, that that gets back into like the gear and the rest of it because there are ones. It's right. like Aquaman wearing his crown. He barely wears it throughout the entire storyline. And then that's what it is. Plus five attack for that chin strap. Or defense. <laughs> Plus five defense. <laughs> Graphically, I I was telling Harry this as we were playing it. I'll tell you guys, obviously. Oh, thanks, I, Ralph. I felt like there were a lot of references in the character designs. And when the Joker showed up, I was like, okay, what fucking Joker are they going to do? Because there's like 18 different Jokers. Right. And every comic does their own twist on the Joker. Every movie does their own twist on the Joker. I was like, okay, so they're kind of crossing like Mark Hamill's Joker with Jared Leto's Joker is what I was getting. And we can't really talk about the Joker and Harley Quinn without talking about Suicide Squad and its impact because it clearly impacted Harley Quinn and the Joker. Now, the Joker being dead and the Scarecrow causing Harley to freak out, I thought was a cool way to bring him into the game, which I will commend them for that. But the overall design of him I didn't really like, and I feel terrible for the voice actor who is probably a professional, I don't know his name, it's obviously a professional, well-known, probably has loads of, of credits to his name, he's probably played the Joker more than once, couldn't decide if he wanted to do his own thing or try to be Mark Hamill, because he sounded right. to me like Mark Hamill to the point where I was like, is that him or isn't it? I thought he retired. It's not him. Okay. And then the Fairly Odd Parents. Um, oh, well, the voice of Harley Quinn also does Timmy Turner. And if you notice the dogs, they are green and pink, like Cosmo and Wanda. What the fuck? Bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. think that was planned? Probably. 
I don't know. Hey, Clark, did the dog show up in the comics? I'm not being a dick. No. Well, I mean, I'm well, Harley, being a dick. Harley but. was invented for the animated show and then brought into the comics, right? Fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure Batman the Animated Series, Harley Quinn was introduced, and then she was brought into the comics after she became such a popular character. But anyway. Uh, I'm just going off of because I'd never seen her with hyenas before. Neither did I. No, that was kind of weird. That with green. It yeah. seemed almost with, out of character. With green and pink hair. Well, okay. I mean, Atrocitus has a cat with him. I thought that, that was a different lantern. That was adorable. It is a different lantern. Dexter. When we first started the game... And Supergirl like shows up. I was like, "Holy shit! It's Olivia Newton-John, Sandy." Hi, hi, school is the. I was like, "How can I work a Travolta joke in here for those sick Travolta burns?" But I don't have any. Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> uh, as the game went on, I was like, "Okay, no, she doesn't really look like Olivia Newton-John. She's her own character." When I looked at uh, Black Canary, I was like, "Okay." I remember seeing some kind of like promotion that was saying, oh, Black Canary's in the game, and this apparently is a big deal, because I, I had never heard of Black Canary and didn't, didn't know her or anything. But I felt like she looked like somebody I either knew or had seen on TV. And I felt the same thing about Poison Ivy. There's an actress that has been on several TV shows. I can't find her name. I can't remember the name of the TV show or whatever, but she's got like high cheekbones which that's like everybody on tv um, <laughs> but she looks just like her and i've been googling it and trying to find you know if anybody else saw that and i guess i'm alone on it it's just me seeing it but she looked like an actress black canary looked like somebody i, I know I, I couldn't put my finger on it somebody that you used to know no not that <laughs> for anybody who's seen space mutiny uh a rift by mystery science theater 3000 i really felt that aquaman was reb brown the guy who has a you know big McLarge huge and buff drink lots and Flint chest hair or Flint iron stag and and splint chest hair all these goofy names for this big bulky blonde dude and if anybody's a fan of the Spoony one he does this whole thing about Red Brown and all of his movies and how terrible most of them are I just felt like for whatever reason Aquaman was Red Brown that's what it looked like I thought that <laughs> Batman I'm sorry Bruce Wayne looked weird to me. Like, you didn't see Bruce Wayne that much. It was basically just Batman. And, like, I don't know if they designed him in the suit and then they tried to model the character after that. He was looking for more of a Ben Affleck look. Well, I, I did kind of say something like that. And hear me out. At this point, I don't picture Batman as like a 35, 40-year-old bachelor. I picture him as a little bit older, more grizzled. So Bruce Wayne, to me, I thought he, was, ah, he looks too young. Superman... I can't really decide if I felt that he looked right or not. It's almost like they're trying to blend like the comics with Henry Cavill, who's the current Superman. Other designs, the characters, I didn't really have, you know, if, oh, actually, that's not true. So Catwoman was the least attractive version of Catwoman I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think that she really looked right at all. You didn't like the pixie cut? She looked 10 years older than Bruce Wayne. Maybe he likes that. Well, sure. But it just, you know, something about Catwoman just, just seemed off. That Catwoman actually looks like the one from um, the Arkham games. Does she? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Well, there's probably some continuity there. That, that makes sense. Well, they're both Warner Brothers games. Oh, yeah. So it would make sense. Use the assets from that. The levels looked good. All the characters looked great, mostly. Frame rate is a constant 60. Supergirl's facial expressions, I feel, were a little bit more dramatic than any of the other characters. Like She always had this, like I don't know, it just always was... Okay. All over the place. Like it seems like when she was in the scene, they would do a lot of close-ups of her face. That's true. I That's did true notice well. that. Yeah. Where they I, they did a lot of close-ups. Like <laughs> especially with like Superman and Batman, they they really did where they put you can tell there was a lot of work in the actual 
facial expressions well, and features. Speaking sure. of facial expressions, the second time you beat uh, Brainiac, Brainiac, and he's just laying on the ground, and his lips are just quivering. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, hilarious. Fucking scene kills me. It's so goddamn funny. Yeah, because they they do another close up for that too, and you just see his lips going. I <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I laughed both times I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, having said that, there were a couple cutscene shots of like you know bystanders or people in the crowd, you know, like running away from destruction, and those really stood out as not being the same level of quality as the rest of the game. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not, but there, there was at least one shot of Metropolis, like I guess when it was being scooped up or whatnot, where it really looked like okay, that was from a PlayStation Two game, whatever it was that we just saw. Like that is not at the same the same graphical fidelity as the rest of the game, and it stood out. I thought overall the character designs were pretty awesome. Like yeah. I thought Scarecrow looked like really fucking badass. I liked his voice too, but yeah. I liked I liked his design. I thought it I thought it was good. Atrocitus I thought looked really good. Green Arrow looked real good. Yeah, he Just does. Is that a, how a he typically the... looks? In... Yeah. Okay. A lot of the characters. Like Errol designs... Flynn as uh, <laughs> uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> A lot of the character designs I thought were just really well done. Kind of look like Bo from He-Man. There's a throwback for you with his <laughs> with his little goatee. The level design was really good. Oh, oh! Speaking of level, oh. they definitely recycled a lot of the places going through the story. Because I remember Ralph and I talking at one point, like, "Oh, we're back at the movie theater." The movie theater was used like three times during the story mode. Yeah, a couple times. It felt like three. <laughs> one thing I will note, um, because I mentioned earlier, Wonder Woman, I thought looked very good in terms of her design for this game whereas the first injustice wonder woman looked really weird she looked like a bodybuilder with a boob job that was way too big nice it just didn't make sense where here it looked it looked a lot more believable i think they they spent a lot of time making her look right but she doesn't look like gal gadot who's the current wonder woman i think they blended the comics with the wonder woman from the 70s unless i'm wrong that's what i'm seeing anyway when i look at it when they were going from the storyline into like where they were just it was basically the scene cuts and then blend it right into the battle it you can obviously tell just a little bit between the graphics that there was a bit of a change but they made it very fluid it was a very smooth transition the only thing that i didn't quite like about that was it was a little indefinite when exactly it was going to start because there wasn't any begin all right so let's move on to the music music i don't think the music was anything special i think it was just good background music it got epic when it needed to but it wasn't like anything over the top and crazy and super memorable wouldn't buy a soundtrack i wouldn't listen to this outside of the game but it's it's decent enough i feel like i'm going to share the the exact same opinion although there was one particular scene, and I, I don't know exactly what part of the story, but the music was way too cheery for, for the current setting. And again, I don't remember what part of the game that was, but I remember definitely taken aback by was it. Was that like Superman's death? His <laughs> death? I, I don't even remember. I, I think it was the one where you're playing as Supergirl versus Wonder Woman and Cheetah and all that jazz. I, I think it was somewhere in there, and it just like got really like poppy or something for a second, and I was like, "This doesn't seem appropriate for what just happened." <laughs> but yeah, I, I I couldn't pick out anything specific from the music that really just blew me away. No, nothing's nothing's gonna stay with me. No offense to the composer or anything, but uh, 
there were no classic themes used for any of the characters that would would signify you know a memory or, or would make you think of i mean i don't know how you would really get around that anyway but if any of the characters who do have a theme song a casual like you know fan could start humming they weren't used in the game and no. it didn't really have a strong theme for its a strong memorable theme for the injustice franchise unless there's a carryover from gods among us which i don't know no 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 uh, none, of, none of that. Uh, I will say, as far as um, the voiceovers for the game, I thought that was pretty spot on. The voice yeah, acting absolutely. was very well done in this game. I know some of the dialogue was cheesy, but I'm not going to criticize the the performances. The vo- yeah, the performances I I thought were very realistic. Like, yeah, definitely. I I wasn't like, and there wasn't any particular character I thought did poorly or anything. I thought they were all pretty on par with one another. My favorite was Swamp Thing. Well, again, I think that comes down to dialogue, not necessarily the. I protect the green. That was the that best was part. So stupid. <laughs> a, a lot of the voice cast are, you know, legends of the game. They're they're people who have been doing this work for twenty years plus. Like uh, Steve Blum was obviously Hal Jordan. Um, Kevin Conroy as Batman, who's done Batman since the animated series for anything that's not a live action film, as far as I know. The same actor who did, voices um, Superman, I'm pretty sure, is from Superman and the Justice League TV shows. Hmm. So I, I associate that voice with Superman. I will say that um, Phil Lamar, who's one of my favorite voice actors, oh, I does, love Phil Lamar. You, oh, you know Phil Lamar? Yeah. Uh, Marvin from Pulp Fiction and also uh, Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah. He was Aquaman. No shit. He's Aquaman. He's the voice of Aquaman. Now, really? now that you say that, I, I can un- like, I yeah. can picture it in my head. Well, I couldn't like unknow that. It was just like, oh man, that's totally Phil Lamar. <laughs> like you could tell. Like, I didn't know he does a lot of lot of voice acting. Oh yeah. I just oh dude, he's huge. I mean, I've seen him in a couple snippets of movies, but I mainly remember him from Mad TV. We see really he was on Mad TV. Hell yeah, dude. Yo, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, I missed all that then. Yeah, Ed, UPS this- man. You look that U- up. U- yeah. <laughs> He's a UPS man. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, dude. Phil Lamar, I think, is more well known for his for his voice work. I um, disagree. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, he's got he's got thousands of credits to his name. Like I, I put him up there with Blum as in terms of you know the level of quality and uh, volume of work as a voice actor. Let's move into final thoughts. Final thoughts. All right, so I am glad I got to play through the game. And I had a feeling that it was going to be kind of similar to the, the the reboot of Mortal Kombat. And I wasn't let down. It definitely was. The way they shuffle through the characters, but yet progress the storyline. It did feel like a Mortal Kombat. And there's nothing wrong with that because I love Mortal Kombat. I mean, as far as fighting games go, it's probably my favorite franchise. So when it comes to a fighting game, I think it pretty much had everything that I'm looking for in a fighting game. What I do find, though, and maybe this is and this is definitely just with me, I find a lack of replayability with fighting games. I usually will love playing them for maybe a week or two, but I lose interest very quickly with fighting games. So I am glad I played it, and I'm also glad I didn't buy it. See, I'm on... I kind of share some of the same feeling, but not. Again, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's like really definitive. <laughs> well, only let me put it this way. Let's, Actually, that's let's... quite the opposite. It's not very definitive yeah, at all. Yeah, he's being sarcastic. <laughs> yes, thank you. 
God damn. I could feel your sarcasm. It's, it stinks. It's pungent. <laughs> it's nostrils. Where I'm, I am glad that I actually picked this game up because it does have that Mortal Kombat feel that I love. I, I just really enjoy that compared to some other games. Don't get me wrong. Street Fighter, yes. But Mortal Kombat, that was my bread and butter back in the day. And this really brought back a lot of that feeling again, just with different skins and some different moves. But I really got that feeling out of it. Now, where I'm kind of in the same with you, Harry, was that and also where I can become a little bored with these games, with fighting games after about a week or two. But I think there's enough extra content in this game, not to mention uh, just being able to do the online multiplayer for a little bit before that gets really tiring of me getting my ass kicked, but where this is going to last longer than just a week or two weeks, or even if it does die off a little bit, they're still going to be, Oh, we're hanging out. You want to pop in some injustice? Fuck. Yeah. I want to do the, the uh, don't get me wrong. Fighting games are great for get togethers or parties. Yes. Or anything. Cause it's very casual. Just put it on. Whoever walks up to the controller. Hey, let's, let's yeah. just do a quick match. I, th- I think they're great party games. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll share your sentiments, guys. I um, I have Mortal Kombat X, and there have been occasions where I'm like, hey, let's throw Mortal Kombat on, let's play, let's do whatever. I secretly told myself I wasn't going to mention Mortal Kombat in my final thoughts because I, like, I feel like we can't get away from it. No, well, but, you can't. Well, okay. I, I would say, you know, well done, NetherRealm. We, playing this game, you can tell it's another Realm Studios game without, you know, seeing the logo, but they have innovated from their their formula with the with the multiverse and they've added something to the multiplayer to give the game longevity. I really feel that they have they're they're moving slowly but surely and in incremental, you know, amounts innovating their their formula and this is a natural progression from what they did with Mortal Kombat X and I would commend them for what they've done and feel that I don't know if this is a game that I would own if, you know, if I had all the income in the world, maybe I'd buy it, but having Already having my copy of Mortal Kombat, I feel like I've got my fighting my fighting game genre covered for my library for my PlayStation 4 as of right now. Maybe down the road I'll pick it up. I did enjoy my time with it. Well done. So I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. I've had some very epic battles with Steve. Just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> like running out five-minute timers and ending in a draw. I love Injustice. I love the first one. I love the comics. I love the second one. Uh, I, I think it's a really good game. I think it is a more accessible Mortal Kombat in the way that it appeals to more people than just that are interested than just the dark gore of Mortal Kombat. Don't get me wrong, I love Mortal Kombat, but I like I won't get rid of Injustice 2. I've gotten rid of Mortal Kombat. Interesting. It, it's it's fine enough for me. I, I find the I find their mechanics and the things that they add to just as a solid fighting game, regardless of whatever skin is on it, I think it's a very solid game. And what they've added to it, I think, is a little more interesting than what Mortal Kombat's had to offer. I think it's one of the better NetherRealm games that has come out in the last, you know, five to ten years. Except for maybe, like, Armageddon was really good. Oh, that's my yeah. How old is oh, Armageddon yeah. now? 2008? That's almost right. So we're we're nearing to that point where like that's the last time a a Mortal Kombat game really hooked like you. hooked me. Yeah. So 
probably my favorite Mortal Kombat. Yeah, absolutely, because it has everyone except for like two characters, something like that. So that Bo Raicho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sixty-two playable characters. Yeah. <laughs> Game's incredible. And yeah, that's that's my final thoughts. I, I think it's a great game. Cool. I think we know what time it is. All right. Yeah. What time is it? It's time ba, for the ba, score. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> All right. We, we did that last time. All right. It's time for the score. The score. I am going to give this a 6.5, which is on par with really? Devil May Cry. You surprised by that? Yeah. Better or worse? I thought it's lower than what than what you would have thought. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Okay. Because you're such a Mortal Kombat fan. I was I'm No, no, I, I thought it was enjoyable. I it's basically I think what's really holding it back is that replayability. Just knowing how I am with fighting games, like you gotta dive into the multiverse, man. Gotta dive into the multiverse. I, just, I would get bored with that way too quick. So with this as a fighting game, ranking as a fighting game, I'm probably going to have to go with A-. minus. The mechanics, great. Graphics look good. A storyline that actually kept my interest. Rating as a fighting game, that's, that's everything that you need to hit. I'm going to give Injustice 2 a 2% because of chin straps. Just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope, it's in the books. 2%. Clark's face. Wow. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it um I'm going to give it an 80 an 82. Why not? I'm going to give it an 82%. Uh I think it's a, it's a good game, but you know, for me it's not it's not something I I have to have. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I commend the studio for what they've done. I really think they're improving. I can't wait for Mortal Kombat, you know, 11 or whatever it is they want to call it. Keep going, another realm. Thank you. All right, and for my arbitrary score, I'm going to give it 10 Batarangs out of one slumped over fucking superpowered dude. <laughs> slumped over superpowered yeah. dude? I think he's referring to Superman. Yep. Uh, With Batarangs in his Batarass. Hey, just let you know, guys, hop on Facebook. We have not gotten a lot of submissions for our next poll. We need more votes. For the next game. So if you want a crappy game or Alan Wake, <laughs> please jump on there. Give us your vote. We do have a couple questions along with that just to tell us a couple little things you think about the podcast. So please jump on there. Answer that. We do have a strict cutoff date somewhere mid-July. I forget the exact date, but it is posted with the poll on Facebook. Yeah, and just so you can easily find it, we always do this with all of our polls, but we pin it to the top of our Facebook page, and that is facebook.com slash superfunpodcast. And this is not a survey monkey, so it it's on Facebook itself. Correct. We're, we're trying something a little new. Vote, comment, like, share, subscribe. Do it all. We appreciate it. It helps us so much. Donate money Please. on our Patreon. Oh, there's Patreon, too, if you feel generous. Yeah. Try, try something new with us. I don't know. Maybe like butt stuff. Like Andy Hess. What the? What? 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 You said butt stuff like Andy Hess. Oh, oh yeah. Man. No. Yeah. Not, not Sorry, butt stuff with Andy. Andy Hess. <laughs> I meant he donated us Sorry, money. Andy. <laughs> Sorry about the butt stuff. Sorry. Coming up next, we have Shovel Knight. Oh, right. yeah. Woo. Retro. New age throwback. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us, guys. It's been fun. It's been yeah. real. It's been real. <laughs> All right, let's end this shit. Clark, bring us out. See you guys. Game over.
game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.